my dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash customer to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash customer. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Here's why you shouldn't optimize for a million subscribers. If you look at social media, I used to optimize for, I used to run ads on uh, Facebook ads. I run ads on Google, always wanted more subscribers. Oh dude, you had 900,000 or so on Facebook. Remember? I have over a million on Facebook. How much were you spending on Facebook back in the day when I was making fun of you? Dude, on Facebook ads, I think I peaked out at like 130 something thousand dollars a month just to get more subscribers. Just buying likes. Yeah. Yeah. And it was funny. I would run ads that says, Neil Patel likes Neil Patel, so why don't you like him too? <laughs> Dude, that thing converted so well. <laughs> That's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> One of my best converting ads. And funny enough, at that time, I was able to make it profitable because I was running traffic to a webinar and the likes were actually converting. And when I was running the campaigns, I was making more money. But having a million plus subs on YouTube or Facebook, like, dude, it's irrelevant. It doesn't matter. All that matters is how qualified are those subscribers to buying something from you? And the first issue is, is when you look at subscribers, most subscribers, like even if you're like CNBC, you know, I don't know if you watch some of their content that mm -hmm. they push when they have con uh, conferences, yeah. they'll have millions of subscribers and it's like, cool, video will still get only 5,000 views. One of these social networks make it where if you have a lot of subscribers, it doesn't mean you're gonna get any play. Two, if you look at a lot of the people who are getting a lot of play, like the Hermoses, and I'm not trying to talk crap, it's worked well for them and good for them. They create content that's very applicable to everyone, right? So if you want subscribers and you're trying to make your content applicable to everyone, I think it works out quite well. But B, or, or the, the, the main reason why I don't think it's worth it is there's way better ways to generate revenue than the 
time and effort it takes to generate a lot of subscribers. And I have multiple channels where I've done over a million subscribers and I have accounts that are, you know, more than just mine that some of them actually have like seven, eight, 10 million plus subscribers. And I found that it doesn't work as well as some of the old school techniques. And let's look at it. I can try to have tons of subscribers to help me find businesses to buy in the marketing space, which is what I'm doing. But I have a better ROI just hiring an outbound team to just hit up the ideal profile companies and just find them. Were you, were you there at, at, at my event when uh, so Syed was like, you know, instead of uh, trying to be famous, why don't I just go buy businesses? <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't there when he yeah. said that. But yeah, no, it, it makes sense. And I found, for example, instead of having the subscribers and saying like, hey, who wants to sell your business? We have a better, we have a much better ROI of hiring corp dev people and people who worked in the private equity field and just having them do outreach to find us businesses to buy. Or instead of creating tons and tons of subscribers and followers on social media, we find it better to get customers for our ad agency, NP Digital, to just go hire execs who work for bigger competitors who have a book of business. It's much cheaper and produces a much higher ROI in the long run from everything we've seen. Yeah, so high level, I, I mean, a, if you're watching this, you have a business, you should be focusing on customers ideally. But I, if, if I were to take it one level higher, the algorithms, the way they were, it did used to matter. If you had like a million subs, like you actually would get more play, like you would get more viewers. Yeah, but that's the not problem the case is anymore. The game has changed, right? And what matters is not your. It's a vanity metric now. Subscribers don't matter. What matters are the number of views that you're actually getting. Yes. And like also the engagement. It's not just because you're buying views from like using paid. It's also like how long are they watching the average view duration. And how relevant the content is to your core business. Uh -huh. Remember the boat? We, we did a podcast episode Mr. Beast. That, that you put on uh, Instagram. I remember you wanted me to share it. Yeah. And I didn't. Uh, on TikTok, it got 1.8 million views. And it was about, Eric was breaking down the difference between a $1 bow, a $10,000 bow, a million dollar bow, yep. a billion dollar bow, et cetera. And I didn't care to share it. Not that the content was bad. I just knew it wouldn't generate me any customers. So I didn't really care. Do you, okay, here's a question for you. Do your Instagram, do you actually get customers from your Instagram? That's no. the question. Okay, so then it was irrelevant. You should have shared anyway, you asshole. But, uh, <laughs> but, but the, the, the point is- um, Maybe once a year, twice a year, yeah. three times a year we may get a customer. Yeah. But our ideal customer is someone who is like a CMO of a Fortune 500 company who, you know, will give us many different divisions of their company in many different countries and languages. And it's a big multi-million dollar deal. You're not getting them from Instagram. What we do get though from Instagram, and here's where the views are important and the subscribers don't really matter too much. When people see our content on social media, it gets them to know about our brand. So then when we're in an RFP, people are like, oh, we've seen Neil and his brand. They're reputable. It gives us a better odd of potentially getting hired. People have more affinity, but that doesn't even get us included in the RFPs. The RFPs go through like, oh, you're in Forrester. You're not in Forrester. Like, oh, you haven't won tons of awards. Okay, you have won tons of awards. Like, it's a lot of black and white. Like, oh, our companies worked with a lot of your previous, uh, your employees at previous companies. So we're, we had a great experience. So we're now willing to include you in the RFP. Yeah. We're just seeing subscribers as a vanity metric that's irrelevant. Yes, it's better to optimize for views and engagement, assuming the content's relevant, but a subscriber number just doesn't matter that much anymore. Yeah, so the key takeaway here is, look, subscribers are vanity, optimize for views, and 
ideally you're optimizing for views that are relevant to driving conversions for your business. And that's all it is at the end of the day. Like for, for example, the reason why we're doing this, the reason why we're recording this is we think this will do well on, on YouTube, right? We are optimized. We're trying to yeah. optimize for views. We're trying to hook, right? We're playing the game there and there's a game to play for each channel. But at the end of the day, if you're optimizing for the wrong thing, like the example I used on this podcast a long time ago is I optimize. What is that? Listerine. Oh I'm addicted God. to it. All right. So anyway, you know, just play, spray Listerine into his mouth. So uh, <laughs> the back in my early days of SEO, the way I started out was I optimized for rankings. And I was like, you know, I, I, I like going to EDM uh, festivals and I like light show videos. So I'm going to make a website called lightshowvideos.com. Did I got, you? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I got the number one ranking for it. Like it took me two months to get there. Right. And when I got there, I expected an avalanche of traffic to come through views. Right. I was optimizing for like subscribers instead of views. And what happened? I didn't get any traffic for it. Did, I wasted all the time and effort. Did you remember when you used to come to my place in Vegas just for, is it EDC, EDM? What oh, is it EDC. Called? Yeah, I came once. Yeah. I stayed at your place. Yeah, 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 yeah. So anyway, look, point is, if you want attention, it's views. It's not subscribers. I'm beating a dead horse now. So just go watch this next video over here. And uh, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And we'll see you tomorrow. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at Let'sMakeAPlan.org.